From Rectangle Health, this is the Modern Practice Podcast, a show that provides you with fresh perspectives and practical advice from industry experts in the ever-changing world of healthcare technology. Every episode, we tackle a timely topic to help you stay current and simplify the business side of healthcare. Without further ado... Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Modern Practice Podcast. Really excited for today's episode as we're joined by Dr. Sarah Wooten to discuss scaling growth at your veterinary clinic. Dr. Wooten brings 16 years of private clinic experience and a wealth of knowledge to our conversation today. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Gary. I'm excited to be here. Great. Dr. Wooten, before we get started, can you tell our audience about yourself, your career, uh, the journey in the veterinary space, and what projects you're currently working on? Absolutely. So as you already said, I graduated from UC Davis School of Veterinary Medicine in 2002, and I practiced for 16 years in small animal private practice in California and in Colorado, both in mom and pop uh, type practices and in corporate practices. Since I did retire from practice back in 2018, and since 2009, I've been providing education to pet parents via articles and videos through, oh gosh, so many major online channels. And I do radio podcasts and TV news broadcasts as well to bring veterinary education to the pet parents so that they feel more empowered and educated about the decisions they make about their pet's health. Uh, in 2015, I started teaching in the veterinary continuing education space on topics that include communication skills, confidence building, resilience, entrepreneurship, and women in leadership. And that was where I co-developed the card game, That's Against Insanity, which we've been selling to the industry since 2017. And then this year, we morphed the game into a regional conference concept called the Vets Against Insanity Con uh, because I felt like we were really needing more connection, well-being, laughter, and high-quality CE. So uh, that, in addition to my online courses, is pretty much what I do. Amazing. For our listeners, you can learn more about Dr. Wooten's history and work at drsarahwooten.com. Let's get right into it. I want to preface this question with the fact that oftentimes, there's a sad reality when it comes to pet patients. In certain circumstances, pet owners simply cannot afford the extensive treatments when needed. Uh, when a pet is injured, gets sick, and we know veterinarians get into this line of work with a deep passion and desire to provide the care. So finances are really the barrier. So when I think, how can we knock down these barriers to treatment? I think of recurring payment plans, and financing options. These are real life solutions for costly goods and services like buying a car. So why not in the vet space? Dr. Wooten, can you share with us if you think there's a lack of awareness or resistance to these methods of payment? Gary, I think it's really both. Um, so I think there's resistance to something like keeping a card on file uh, be because I've seen this over and over again. That's what they'll set up. They'll set up the payment program and then practice owners get burned because A, the client closes the card after receiving services or they just don't have enough money on the card or in the account to pay the monthly payments. And so then we look at the accounts receivable list just get bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's a lot of resistance to that because at the end of the day, a veterinary clinic is still a business. 
I also think that there's a lack of awareness to new financing options, because again, in my experience, when it came to financing options such as lines of credit, the people who needed the line of credit the most were the ones that got turned down. And so then they were embarrassed and they're already stressed about their pet. And then they have to call their aunt and their mother and their brother to cobble together enough lines of credit to get the financing. And of course that takes a bunch of time. So then they tie up the exam room and the para staff, and I've seen it go on for an hour or even longer. And the whole time the animal's there suffering and everyone's upset and it's just a hoorah, right? So I could see that there is a resistance to that and also a lack of awareness that there are other options out there that are not as difficult or frustrating. I think there's a lack of awareness of the Care Now, Pay Later patient financing program that Rectangle Health offers because if they did, they would likely offer it more often because it's a, an easy, quick way to gain access to that financing and hardly anybody gets turned down and then the veterinarian gets to do their job. So. Again, Gary, I think it's both. Great, Dr. Wooden. So if you were to speak to a veterinary clinic or even an organization with multiple locations, ultimately this Care Now, Pay Later patient financing program would be something and should be something that they're willing to adopt, right? Because it scales the business. It takes on pet patients that otherwise they wouldn't. The pet owner if the pet owner simply could not afford the the treatment or care, um, you know, like you said, they're going to be scrambling to find funds. But with this five up to five thousand dollars worth of um, funding, it's a manageable way to take on the expense, get make sure that the patient, the pet patient is being treated and the pet owner ultimately is in a good place financially to make those payments and get the treatment that they need. Right. I do think this program, def I think it definitely addresses several pain points that we've already brought up as both on the veterinary side and on the client side. And so I do think if we were speaking to new uh, veterinary clinics about this program, if they have already had issues with clients not being able to afford care, or if they have had issues with payment plans and the decision maker uh, was aware of how an option like this would make it easier for clients to get financing and how this a program like this would affect their bottom line, I would definitely say they'd be willing to adopt it because it would solve so many of the issues that we experience day in, day out in the trenches of veterinary medicine. Yeah, thank you so much for that. That's really insightful. And again, you hit the nail on the head uh, a few moments ago when you said improving the bottom line. When I look at Care Now, Pay Later, um, the, pay, the financing program as a whole, we're looking ultimately at scaling uh, your veterinary clinic, scaling the business side of uh, of the care. Um, so the veterinary practice as a whole is able to take on more pet patients and, and grow in revenue. And I, I also want to mention retention, you know, that experience of a pet owner coming in, needing the treatment for their pet, saying, what are my options? And the vet turning around and saying, well, you've got a few. It's uh, we can set you up with a card on file. We could set you up with text to pay um, so that you, you get automatic messages to, to pay in increments. 
And ultimately, with this $5,000 in funding with Care Now Pay Later, they are able to, again, manage this treatment uh, from a financial perspective. And the veterinary clinic, because they offered that option, now sort of has built this loyalty with the with the pet owner. They know that they can go there and get the treatment that they need. What does that do for growing a, a, a veterinary clinic? Oh my gosh, it does so much. I mean, so you already hit several of the points uh, about being able to uh, have more patients seen and be able to do more with each of those patients. You also have uh, you have more efficiency with your staff because again, sometimes this line of credit, well, it takes up hours of para staff time. And then you're able to free up those exam rooms if you can get them in, get them treated, move them on out, get the next person in next case. You also have higher levels of compliance and adherence, which uh, historically speaking, if you look at the numbers in veterinary medicine are terrible. We are not being able to get enough compliance and adherence out of our clients so that we can get the care that their pets need. And so it hits several different parts. And it also hits client retention because that, that client's going to have a good feeling about your veterinary hospital. They're going to feel like I can go in there and I can get the care that I need. I don't need to feel embarrassed or have shame if I don't have the funds at that moment. And then they're going to tell their friends and then they're going to go on Google or Yelp or wherever, and they're going to leave reviews. And so there's a lot of not tangible benefits. I mean, obviously you're going to see the financial benefits right away, but then there's all these other not tangible benefits that you're going to be experiencing. In addition, you have things like veterinary well-being. So your veterinarians don't have to be stressing out about, you know, okay, what do I take off the estimate so that the client will actually do what I'm telling them to do? What can they afford? They only have $500. What can I do? And so then you add that in as well. And it's not just the veterinarian. It's your front staff. It's your technicians. It's your assistants because it all goes together. There are so many benefits to this program. I just... Obviously, I can't say enough, right, because I just keep talking. But yes, um, this option would open the door to providing higher quality care to patients who wouldn't otherwise get the care. And I'm thinking about so many cases that I have seen that ended up with, honestly, in economic euthanasia or got lower quality care because that was all they could afford, even though I could have done so much more for the patient. I'm thinking about your parvo cases. I'm thinking about the hit by a car or the, the, the little family that gets the chihuahua and they don't understand that when the chihuahua jumps off of a chair and breaks its, breaks its leg, <laughs> then they suddenly have a $3,000 bill. I'm thinking about things like dentistry. That's always a huge surprise for people. And there's been so many times where I haven't been able to give these patients the care that they need because the client could have, couldn't afford the dental care. I'm also thinking about so many times when there's a torn ACL, um, which is the anterior cruciate ligament. I mean, everybody who's listening knows that. And everybody who's listening has had to not give a, a dog the care that they needed because the person couldn't afford to have the surgery done. So so many things there. Um, I hope I answered your question, but yes, so many, so many benefits, Gary. You absolutely did. And one thing I want to bring up is what you mentioned a, a few moments ago. Um, it's 
taking care of the pet patient completely in the giving treatment in its entirety, not piecemealing, not saying, okay, we can do this. And then we can sort of push off this treatment for a little while until those funds are there to pay for the, for the procedure with care now pay later, we're looking at ultimately more care, more treatment and, and more permanent solution to an issue that a, a pet may have. It's it's really all encompassing and, and handling the pro the the issue or the illness or whatever the injury injury may be at the point that it needs to be handled so that there's no no longer costs in the future right we're looking at not delaying like I said not um, sort of partial treatments here and there not trying to figure out what we can do sort of as a band aid but ultimately getting the right fix in for the pet and, and, and treating the pet um, on the spot um, the right way. Absolutely. As you were talking, I was just thinking about how many times I've had to delay vaccines or heartworm testing or heartworm prevention or fecal testing because somebody comes in for their annual exam and they are rightly surprised by the five to $700 price tag that's there for just doing annual um, preventive medicine. And I'm thinking exams, all of your parasite testing, all of your vaccinations, um, annual blood work and urine on older patients, the list goes on. And so I remember having the conversation so many times, okay, well, all right, we can do this, this, and this today. Um, and then we're going to make a plan to do this in a month when you get your paycheck and then do the next thing in a month when you get your next paycheck. And, you know, it would be something like heartworm testing, right? And so, or or like the leptospirosis vaccine. And then what happens in those two months if that animal's exposed, right? So this allows the, the pet to get the care when they come in. That also helps because then you're not tying your para staff up with vet appointments when these people come back in over and over and over to get the stuff done little by little. Um, yeah, that's just something else that I was thinking about in it. In and that's preventive care, right? So there's just, there's a lot of ways to apply this. Uh, thank you, Dr. Wooten. And thank you for all your insights today. I think ultimately care now, pay later, the financing program as a whole is allowing the pet owners to consume the care for the pet to receive the care that they need um, at the time they need it um, in a new manage financially manageable way. Again, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast today and appreciate all your insights. Absolutely, Gary. It is a pleasure to be able to introduce something like this to our community, and I hope it helps a lot of people. It absolutely will. For our veterinary professionals listening in today, if you'd like to learn more about Rectangle Health's Care Now, Pay Later patient financing program, follow the link in the description below and reserve a time to speak to our experts about how the solution can scale growth at your veterinary clinic. Till next time, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Modern Practice Podcast. If you enjoyed today's conversation, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or SoundCloud for new episodes. And follow Rectangle Health on social media for more helpful information, news, and event details. Thanks for tuning in.